Hello, internets, and welcome to the Angry Millennial Podcast. I'm Kenna Klosterman, your host. Oh, no, wait. I'm not your host for this one. I'm your guest. (laughs) Handing it over to Jose and Stevie. Thanks for tuning in and welcome to the Angry Millennial Podcast with your host, Jose Rosado, and co-host, Stevie Chris, where we talk to creatives and entrepreneurs from all walks of life and passions about the creative lifestyle, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Be sure to check out our site, theangrymillennialshow.com, and sign up for our newsletter to be eligible for prizes and giveaways, as well as stay up to date with new shows and upcoming guests. Hope you enjoy the show. Vocalfire.com. Vocalfire is a better way to rent professional DSLR lenses. With 30-day rentals, unlimited swapping, free shipping, and free insurance coverage, Vocalfire is the best deal around. Use any Pro, Canon, or Nikon lens for your DSLR camera with no return dates and no stress. Keep it as long as you want. When you're done, send the lens back using the prepaid shipping label and swap it for your next one. Offering all the most popular Canon and Nikon lenses, including primes, zooms, telephotos, and a lot more. Use the coupon code ANGRY15 to get 15% off any Bocafire membership. Valid now through July 2016, only at Bocafire.com. What's going on, AM Nation? And welcome to the Angry Millennial Show, where we chat with creatives and entrepreneurs about the creative lifestyle. The good, the bad, the ugly. We're recording live from WPPI in Vegas this week with some of the most talented photographers from around the country. Today, we have ProPhoto-sponsored commercial and portrait photographer, Zach Sutton. Zach, welcome back, man. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm I'm finally getting my own episode. Yeah. So as many of you guys remember, Zach was the amazing guy who talked about his... um, what was it? it my was dresser. Dresser. <laughs> Mostly my dresser. <laughs> when we were at PPE last year. Mm-hmm. So catch me up, man. What have you been up to now? Um, you moving know, just, around? Yeah, moving around. I'm, I'm in LA. Uh, well, I just moved to LA at PPE last year. So I've been there since July now. And, um, you know, doing that, you you certainly know it as well. Yeah. Once you move to a new market, it's you know, you start yeah. from square one. Yep. Kind of prove to people that you know what you're doing and, yeah. and trying to get your name out there. So and and hope where you came from was trendy. You know? Exactly. Like, oh, he exactly. came from New York. He's right. a big deal. Right. No, exactly. <laughs> so yeah, just been kind of uh, shouting my name around the watering hole nice. and um, kind of building my business up again. Nice. And how have you found LA? I mean, is it you know it's very saturated, but has it mm-hmm. been like nice opportunities and that kind of stuff? Yeah. Yeah. It's um. I, I mean, I I really love LA. Yeah. And and I knew I would love it before I moved out there. It's, you know, eventually you, you, if you're in a smaller market and you continue doing it and you keep involving your work, you're going to kind of hit that ceiling. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and LA is, you know, there is no ceiling. Yeah, LA, New sure. York, those places, they don't have a ceiling. So yeah. it was just a matter of time, I think, before, um, before I would make that transition. And, you know, I'm, I'm really appreciating that the sky's the limit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So yeah, tell me a bit about. I I know you. I mean, we, we've we've known each other since you were writing for like F Stoppers, and yeah, and you've been transitioning a lot in your career. So what what have you been up to now? Uh, well, you know, I'm still writing. I'm still trying to do as much education stuff as possible mm-hmm. because you know I really believe in the practice of kind of telling people what you know and helping right. the community. So you know, still writing. I write for Lens Rentals blog Mm -hmm. as their editor. And then I'm also at Resource Magazine online Mm -hmm. and writing for them when I can. And then I'm 
trying to launch some more workshops here soon. So. Yeah, I was going to say, because you were doing a lot of that for a while when you were in New Mexico yeah. uh, with Photo and that kind of stuff. Yeah. And, and Phase, right? I mean, yeah, in yeah. Phase 1, yep. Nice. Um, I'm just, I kind of took a little time off mm-hmm. just to sort of, you I mean, know. there are a lot of work pre-production-wise and everything else. Exactly. It's, it's, it's exactly. a full-time animal. Oh, yeah. I mean, so. And that was the big thing is when right. I moved, it was a matter of like, I need to establish my business first and foremost. Right, right. And then from there, go to the workshops. So nice, nice. So you, you know, you have obviously had a great, you know, 2015. Mm-hmm. How's 2016 looking? I mean, you got anything down the pipe? Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm really excited for 2016. You know, it's, it's still uh, early. <laughs> you know it's I mean? still it's, early. Yeah, but, yeah. but yeah, I, I think we all, and especially me, you know, the new year is always like the new calendar. Yeah. It's like now new year, new me. <laughs> exactly. And, and is, is kind of, um, whatever that is. Like I, I definitely feel it. So right. I'm going to the Philippines next month. No shit. What are you doing out there? Uh, I'm doing a lot of things. I'm going out there to photograph largely. So I'm yeah. out there, I'm photographing, I'm working with a couple charitable organizations nice. and taking photos of orphanages and orphans, printing the photos with Canon's help. And then I'm going to deliver the photos to those people. Oh, that's um, awesome. And yeah, it's it's a big personal project and it's uh been really rewarding and nothing has happened from it yet. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm trying to I'm trying to get some video equipment out there and you, you know, going with a couple like a little team? No, skeleton crewing it. Just nice. me. It's Shit. you know, it's uh You've been out there before? No. Fuck. I'm, when you get on the ground, I guess the first thing you're gonna do is find a translator and a little guy, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, I'll figure it out. Yeah. I know I know a lot of people out there and I've it's oh, okay. it's been really great in terms of uh you know when I sort of announced it so many people have been able to rush to my help and that's be like cool. you need anything I yeah. can help I know this I know that so that's cool you know think tank reached out to me and we were able to get together and nice. kind of find some some equipment that can help with me and my right. my uh, work out there so there's there's been a bunch of different people that have been able to come that's forward great, and help so man. it's been a it's already like you know it, I I've talked to somebody about it recently that um I find with like personal work and stuff that I'm really passionate about, right? It the work involved in it is like the least. You know, when you have that passion, it's uh, you know, it's a big thing, and it, it's easy. Yeah, it's easy. Yeah. So, so have you? Excuse me. With the um, charity work, has that been something you kind of been gearing towards, or just like your first kind yeah. of little step into that? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's it's something that I think you know, even when I started my my photography career, and and me like probably every other photographer I know, like you know, saw like work from like Joey L. Yeah. And yeah. just like, I want that guy's life. I want to do what he does. Like that dude is yeah. the coolest. I want to be him when I grow up and he's exactly. only you know, 10 years younger and, yeah, than you. <laughs> exactly. Um, so, you know, since seeing Joey's life, you know, Joey's work and kind of his passions with photography, you mm-hmm. know, certainly flu- like fueled my own. Mm-hmm. And, you know, for the longest time now, it's like, I want to do something more than just take photos. Right. Of, you know, whoever, and yeah. whoever pays me the checks. So. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we've had like uh, you know Clay, yeah, Clay Cook. Yeah, he's Clay been doing a lot doing of work, the exact same thing. Yep. Mm-hmm. And it's it's the same thing. I mean, he he tells stories of like the slums he goes in other countries, and he's like, mm-hmm. dude, it's, it's intense. Oh, absolutely. It's it, it makes you rethink a lot of things. You know what I mean? Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, And appreciate you know like that nice shower. You know, exactly. I mean, stuff like right. That, the little things. Um, but yeah, you you definitely come away from it. You know, pretty and, and that's a common mm-hmm. thread. I mean, look at the Jeremy Cowart. You know yep. what I mean? I, I yeah. think everyone gets to a point where you want to give back, whether it's exactly. working with charities or education side, right. um, where you say, yeah, I just want to do the kind of stuff that, 
you can have a little creativity because it's your own thing. You're pitching people to help you, but mm-hmm. it's it's all you. Yeah. And you know the great thing is that if you have a little bit of, let's just say, I want to say notoriety, but like a little bit of a working relationship with some right. companies, then it's, right. it kind of gets the ball rolling with exactly. bringing on other ones and yeah. that kind of thing. That's great. So, how long you went out there for? I'm going out there for three weeks, a little okay. over three weeks. So nice. I'll be there for a while. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. All right. Have you any idea what kind of crazy shit you're going to eat and all that kind of stuff? No, I'm I'm really <laughs> nervous about that. Uh, <laughs> kind of like a, a, I wouldn't say a secret, but I, I don't really ever talk about it. I'm vegetarian and I've been vegetarian for probably eight, nine years of my life. Is there a closet vegetarian, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Kind of I quiet about it. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> Why? So, it's it's a long story, okay. longer than this podcast could go. But um, but yeah, I've been a veg- been a vegetarian forever, yeah. and I'm like reaching this point where like I'm gonna be out in the middle of nowhere, like I'm gonna be eating meat, which yeah. I'm fine with. Yeah, but, but I think a way after that long, it's just not even that you're like, it's not even a, it goes against my morals. It's, it's gonna fuck up my stomach. Right, exactly. Yeah. That's where I'm at right now with it. It's just like I need to like transition back into eating meat at some point Is that between was, now. I was and gonna say, have month. you been doing that? No, because I'm scared of it. Like, I remember one time a couple of years ago, I like went out to dinner or something and ordered food, and uh-huh. it actually had meat in it. And I ate a few bites of it or whatever, and just was like sick for days. Yeah, because yeah. you know it's been years since I've eaten yeah. meat. So, I mean, I I've never gone that route, but even mm-hmm. like I didn't eat red meat for a while, just yeah. not even out of like, honestly, didn't even realize it. You know, I was just right. eating like chicken and turkey right. and this stuff. And and then I had uh, a big like brioche fucking red meat burger, and then right. I felt like shit for two days. And yeah, I was like, yeah. Damn, it's am, a real I, thing. am I going that way? <laughs> you know right. what I mean? Like, right. I never give up meat, but I feel like you know right. vegetarians talk right. about. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, it's it's uh it's something that like I'm kind of in that phase now where I'm like I should probably start. Right. Putting chicken back into my diet, right, at right. least temporarily, to now what was it to for, begin with? Was it like a personal thing, a digestive thing? Or? Yeah, it was a personal thing. Yeah, um, yeah. It, like I said, it would. This story would. It's a good story, <laughs> but uh, maybe maybe for another, another day. Time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, another day. I have a buddy who who grew up. He didn't had his first. Bur- he was raised vegetarian mm-hmm. and was in like a hippie town in Massachusetts. Yeah. And he I was with him. He was like twenty two at his first burger. Yeah. Oh my God. Like oh, no. it, it was yeah. like the first bite was like, this is what they were holding from me. And then it was like a week of, do right. I think I have something growing inside me? Right. Like some sort of alien baby. Exactly. And it was just not cool. So, um, I know you, you said it, you've been moving a lot mm-hmm. and that's tough because you feel like, you know, let's be real. You had the success and, I, and you were doing really well in New Mexico. Yeah. And, and then to pick up and move to LA to start over. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, like you said, you, you maybe feel like you hit the kind of ceiling in certain areas yeah. and then moved on. What would you say has like been your favorite market? I mean, is it you're still trying to figure out LA? Is it is it kind of Yeah, I mean, I, I'm enjoying LA as yeah. it comes and I'm still figuring it out. Right. Um I loved Albuquerque. I loved Michigan when I lived in Michigan. I love you know, every place I've worked has been very different right. from like the last. Yeah. And um but I love the couple years after I moved to a place mm-hmm. um, because I really see a lot of growth in my work. I see a lot of growth in my creativity mm-hmm. um, because you have to. Yeah. And I, I don't think that I'm lazy by any stretch of the word, but like I do get really docile really quick mm-hmm. and it's like, you know, it's easy to get comfortable and it's easy to be like, all right, this is what I'm doing. Right. I'm going to stick to this plan. Right. Um, 
And when you when you move to an entirely different market, you you're forcing yourself to shake that up a bit. So. Yeah, I was asking, did you did you like kind of reinvent your work, or was it just getting the work in front of the bigger people? And that um, kind of thing? it's getting it's a little bit of both. Mm-hmm. I've been reinventing my work a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I'm not making massive drastic changes, but I'm right. definitely tailoring. I'm trying to do a little bit more lifestyle work. Okay, just because in West, you right. know, in L.A., yeah, everything's lifestyle. Yeah. So. So for a lot of people who don't know, uh, and what I've known about you is that you always did really amazing on location lights, like lit yeah. setups, you know. Yeah. And and like we all know, that lends itself to very punchy, contrasty, mm-hmm. uh, great stuff. Um, obviously, if you if you're smart enough to I'll say smart enough, but if you work with like ND filters and that kind of thing, you can also play yeah. into the whole aperture thing of of, yeah. of why everyone likes lifestyle stuff, right? Um, and that light airy feel. So is that something that maybe you're kind of moving away from, like you said, trying to go more lifestyle route, or is it just different style but still just, the same? I'm, stuff? I'm trying to like sort of blend the two yeah. a bit. Mm-hmm. You know, I got I got started with strobes yeah. real early in my mm-hmm. career, and it was you know I got my camera. It was like I'm going to you know do portrait photography or whatever, right. and took a photo of somebody, and you know the sky's white, and I'm like the sky's not white to me. <laughs> like I see I see a blue sky. So tell me so, how, how did you, when, how was it when you get started? Were you always creative that kind of thing? Or? Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. It's um. You know, I got started in, I think, art probably, like drawing mostly. Yeah, same here. Right. And, um, were you any good? I okay, sucked. Yeah. I well, no, that's I why was, I, I was like, I, I, was I used really, to draw. <laughs> I was really good at a young age. Yeah. And I remember like art teachers telling my parents, like when I was like six years old, like, your kid's going to be an artist. Right. You have to. And my parents paid a fortune for art supplies and for these like private art schools and stuff. Oh, wow. So I was a good artist at like, by the fourth grade, my drawing skills like plateaued. <laughs> so what's good for a fourth grader? Yeah, yeah. yeah. For pe- a guy my age yeah. now, it's Peaked like, early. all right, right. You're, yeah, yeah, you're not that great anymore. You're like so. Beethoven for a year. And then- exactly. <laughs> um, so, uh, and then I've done music for most of my life as well. Really? Mm-hmm. What do you play? Bass. Nice. Slapping the bass. Slapping the bass, man. Nice. You any bands and stuff like that growing up? Oh, yeah. I've been in a ton of bands. Um, I've got like this weird itch. I just... I shouldn't admit this but i just turned 30 fuck you shouldn't admit it yeah i wish i just turned 30 but go on i just turned 30 and i've had this uh this weird obsession that i want to start a punk rock band again and i was just like i think this is like 30 unmarried no kids like i think this is what you do when you're 30 exactly yeah yeah. just like la you can play a couple places get some free fish tacos afterwards exactly exactly get really sick from eating fish (laughs) you know but i'm like i gotta do this for the philippines Yeah, I mean, it's crazy how many, like Nino Batista was on mm-hmm. earlier. He, yeah. he plays guitar. Yeah, he uh, plays bass. Oh, he does play bass. Okay, yeah. so mm-hmm. I, heard, I thought I heard guitar. But either way, a lot of people lately um, that we've been talking to also are musicians yeah. uh, in a big in a big way. Yeah, Clay and Cook was awesome. a, a guitarist for yes, a he was. Yes, he was in, a, mm-hmm. I think, an emo, like a screamo band yeah. or something. Yeah. Uh, Stevie was in a band for yep. a long time. Um yeah, I wish I could say I was that cool. I I wanted to. I never played a fucking instrument. I played yeah. like trumpet. Yeah, and like I even hated that. Right. Was like, you know, so. Well, I had I had the fortunate. Um, you know, I'm from Kalamazoo, Michigan, mm-hmm. or that area at least, and um, Gibson Guitars headquarters. No like, shit. They were founded in Kalamazoo. Oh, They're in wow. Nashville now, I believe. But yeah. um, Fuckers. they started there. There's a lot of like music there, and my I didn't dad. Even of that. My dad was a studio musician when I was young and played oh, wow. bands and all of this stuff. So I had a basement full of toys. You know, that's cool. Like guitars and yeah, bass. just like Nino, his dad was a photographer and a musician as well. Exactly. That's so, cool. 
Nice. So, so like you said, you had that fostered into you early on, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. and, and definitely the, you know, the drawing, the music. So the photography kind of came naturally. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I think so. Nice. So do you ever, I never even realized school wise, did you go to school, art school, regular college? I didn't go to art school. I went, I mean, went to business school, okay. you know, so yeah. I went kind of the opposite direction yeah, of like creative. Same thing to, as I got my MBA. People go, yeah. oh, where'd you go to art school? I didn't. Yeah. I didn't. You know what I mean? You know, and I've always, I've always said that, um, with art, you know, you, it obviously can be learned, but I know a lot of people that went to art school hated it. Yeah. Like there's a lot of art school dropout oh, photographers yeah, yeah, yeah. and yeah. successful artists now. Yeah. And it's like, if you want to learn how to do these things and if you have like Especially that drive in 2016, exactly. YouTube, creative live, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. a lot of free or low cost resources that you could, you could figure it out. Exactly. Yeah. I think it's important to drop out of art school. <laughs> that's, that's the key to success. <laughs> I mean, look at some of the most successful people like De Niro and uh, Redford. I mean, they were like high school mm-hmm. dropouts. They didn't even yeah. finish high school. Yeah. Right? So, yeah, it's it's definitely an interesting thing we always talk about where uh, what's to say that you have to follow a certain path. And I think for a lot of photographers, that's or let's just say creatives in general, that's always a big thing is there is none. You know, yeah. if you're a doctor, an accountant, a lawyer, like, okay, you you, you do this, then you do this, you do this. Mm-hmm. Okay, you, you can then do your own practice, whatever. You have choices. Right. But for artists, there is no path whatsoever. So for no. a lot of people, you're working in a vacuum for a long time and – just trying to fucking figure it out and it's frustrating mm-hmm. and yeah and it's tough and yeah it's it's pretty it's one of the the shitty things about what we do but at the same time it's i it's wouldn't nice. have it any other exactly way. you know what i mean exactly so are there i know you mentioned the stuff you go in the philippines are there any other personal projects you've been working on you know what are your thoughts on personal projects as a whole oh you know, I, so? I think personal projects are like the essence of yeah. photography um yeah i mean i have you know, I'm I'm very good at I admire people like uh, Jeremy Cowart mm-hmm. and stuff because yeah. I, I watch Jeremy work and he has a million ideas every second and you know it's just constantly thinking of like not what I can do next but like what are the next ten things I can do um, mm-hmm. and I'm not like that I'm like focused on the one thing <laughs> yeah, yeah. complete it completely and then go to the next yeah, thing yeah. so you know right now I'm all in the Philippines mindset nice. And once, once I get back from that, I will, you know, I'll have my next, my next plan sort of in motion, but, uh, I'm definitely doing workshops this year. I'm definitely, nice. I kind of, I think all artists do this, but I'm really lately looking at my portfolio and kind of being like, I hate everything. (laughs) So there'll be a lot of portfolio building, hopefully in in the coming, you know, next few months. Nice. And that's what it is. You know, like uh, that was the one thing that I used to hate about, like when I would do like editorial, like fashion work, whatever mm-hmm. you shoot something that's great. Then you shop it around. Then it gets picked up by the time it goes up. It's like six months, a year later. Mm-hmm. And by the time it comes out, I'm like, oh, I fucking hate that. Set. Yeah. Like, I don't I even want so to, yeah, I don't even want to promote it. You know yep. what I mean? I'm like, yep. that was the whole point of doing it, you know? And, and, and then after a while, I just, I just got burnt out on that idea. And I was like, I want to shoot shit and then just share it and just, yep. you know what I mean? Like not, and and especially when you for that kind of work, like a lot of what you do with the workshops as well, is you pull in a team of people. Mm-hmm. So it's not just you; it's everyone it's going. The, When's it going out? Who's picking it up? Of everyone. Right. Yeah, it's um, I'm I'm there too. I I hate waiting for you know shopping it for publication. Yeah. I hate that whole process. Yeah. So yeah, there's got to. I think there's something coming on the way that will make it a little more streamlined. I hope so. <laughs> I've been trying to, and it's to date, it has never worked. But I've tried to like pre-shop 
you know? Yeah. <laughs> like no, send out concept does. boards no, and be like, does. no, it's going to be great. Just yeah. trust me. Just give me a soft <laughs> yes that we're going to publish this yeah. just so I don't have to worry about it afterwards. What's, what's scary is that's the way it should be. I mean, for some mm-hmm. guys, like um, uh, I recently talked with, um, oh my God, I can't his name, but he was a Nat Geo shooter for a long time. Mm-hmm. And they have a little more leeway where he'd be like, okay, I have this idea. Right. I want to go here. Right. This is a budget. I'm bringing this person on. What's good? And we'll get you X, you know? Yeah. And they could do that. And what was interesting too was he put me on to a writer mm-hmm. and they worked for like Runner's World and Rock and Ice. I'm probably fucking butchering that, but, um, and stuff like that. Cause at one point he was a photo editor. Yeah. And she was telling me about how she was the one that got him some of the bigger Nat Geo stuff because she was writing it and was like, I'm pulling in this guy to do the photography. Mm-hmm. And you can you can actually say, okay, we're gonna be a team, we're gonna do this, you're gonna pass this, yeah. yes or no. Yeah. You know, and that's pretty neat. You know, yeah. but again, it's that's a nice luxury lounge. Right. Have. It happens, but uh it doesn't happen nearly at the level that I'd like to see happen. Right. Yeah, for sure. Um, so tell me, what is the biggest risk you've taken in your artistic career? Probably um honestly, probably this move. From New Mexico, Albuquerque, New Mexico to LA. Yeah, because I feel like, like I said, I feel like you were just really starting to get mm-hmm. get really you know busy and really get oh, a big was, name out there. I was insanely busy in New, yeah. New Mexico. I mean, I was shooting you know paid clients like five six times a week. Wow, um, which was great and it was super lucrative. I was just bored. Uh, and yeah. I'm afraid of boredom. I never want to be like I, I always want to. Never want to be bored. Yeah, so. that's what everyone says. Stagnation is the enemy of everything. You know what of I mean? Like everything. You get, you get complacent. You get exactly. You know, and in that, like, I mean, it really hit home for me. And right. It was just like I need to get out of here. And it's just like I hate leaving a market that has been so good to me yeah. and fruitful. And you know, I'm established, and my phone's ringing. My, e- you know, I'm getting yeah. emails all the time. You used to go back just, for some work or no? I did once, and I'd like to again because I still have a lot of like friends out there and different things like that. Um, But I've been referring a lot of my work. Yeah. So yeah, is you for like what three years? Three years. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Almost. Almost to the date. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So I know you mentioned something. This will probably be a good transition to next question. Mm -hmm. Is what is your biggest fear creatively? Um. I mean, I th- don't we all have just like a, a massive fear of failure on, <laughs> yeah. on every front? Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. I can see that. I mean, it was funny. Like uh, when I had Chase Jarvis on, I, I asked mm-hmm. him, like, when's the last time you were like pretty, pretty fucking scared? And he's like, 2 30 this morning. Right. Like, you know what I mean? Right. Like, it never goes away. Well, he's and, like, you just pointed at different shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, and that's, that's where I'm at, you know, WPPI, especially here, talking to all these other creatives and, you know, even like the Philippines trip, I'm talking to people and they're like, oh, so you're bringing like a crew, you're, you're trying to do like some video footage and I'm like, just me. <laughs> and they're just like, oh, and I'm like, what does that mean? What do you mean? Oh, like, like whoa, 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 wait, 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 do what does that mean? you have life insurance? Right, right. Um, and I mean, that's like a huge fear. It's all self-finance. So there's, mm-hmm. there's no way I can bring like a, a team of five video people. Right. Um, yeah. There's just no budget for it. But yeah. Uh, that's a huge fear I have. Yeah, I mean, so tell me a bit about how you see like WPPI and these kind of things. How many years you've been coming here? Um, how many years you've been speaking? You know, I think this is my fifth year. Wow. Okay. Um, I love it. I, I yeah. don't think I could ever not do it. Yeah. You know, it's. I meet a lot of people that, you know, 
love it or hate it and it's right. just like oh i didn't get what i want and it's like well, right. what did you want yeah. i don't know <laughs> like i wanted to be a successful photographer and it's like well i <laughs> wish be, i wish there more was concrete than that. yeah i wish yeah. there was a class i could take that was just like here's how to make a fortune in photography <laughs> yeah. easily you know yeah. all you got to do is put this logo on your website yeah um but i, I think you know one thing that we have and i've, I've always been in the art community mm-hmm. so i don't know another community right as well as i do this one but everyone here is so nice yeah like the photography community like is exceptional as a whole and that's what i love about wppi is mm-hmm. that you know it's the one or two times a year that i can go see these people that i like love yeah love to see yeah and just hang out with them for a few days because yeah. we're all over the world you know mm-hmm. so i mean that's why i come yeah, and I, you know, I tell people like this literally is my first year here. Yeah, and for a long time, I just knew it as like all my wedding friends went there. So it, mm-hmm. for me, it was a bit of a disconnect. But yeah, but it was that you know, like yeah. I would see them going, yeah, fucking Vegas, let's do it, let's crush it, let's get drinks, let's do this, let's right. do that, and I'm on the outside going, that looks kind of fun, and then I just <laughs> never fucking did it. And then you know, with starting the show and launching mm-hmm. last year PPE, yeah, then I quickly realized, okay. This is, you know, this is that, this is, you got to do this kind of shit, you know what I mean? And it's fun at the same time, but it is a lot of work. And it's like you said, if, when you get in that cycle of, oh, you say the same vendors and you're saying hi Mm -hmm. and you're, you know, kissing babies, shaking hands and you actually have the fun, you know, I mean, Hey, let's talk about something. Let's talk about PPE last year. Okay. And you put in that hundo in my hand. That hundo in your hand. Tell me about. Did you see how quickly that karma worked out too? Yeah. The next day, me winning a drone. Yeah, you know, and, yeah. and, and it was so funny. Like when, so for anyone who doesn't know, who doesn't know, we were at PPE, and it was a lot of, like you said, skeleton stuff. I was staying with my parents out of the city, keep costs down, t- training, sure. taking the train in the city. But the issue was that a lot of the parties went late, and we would miss the last train out of the city. So I'm telling Zach, hey, I went, what was that, the RGG party? Yeah, yeah, yeah. that was the um, resource, RGG, Lens Rentals. It's yeah. all of them. Okay. So. so it was that party, and I had some fun, bumped into some people, mm-hmm. already networked a little bit, felt happy. Yeah. And I said, all right, listen, Zach, I'm going to go. Thanks for you know talking today. Thanks yeah. for having me on. And Zach just went, no, I'm not fucking leaving. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, nah, no, I got to gotta catch the train back. And you're like, yeah. No, you're not. You're not. You're not fucking leaving. And I'm like, I'm I get get, stubborn. Yeah, yeah, n- yeah. Now I'm getting kind of pissed. And I'm like, look, <laughs> dude, like, I, it's cool. I'm not mad. I gotta go. You know, yeah. like, I'm fucking late. You know, I'm already running to uh, to uh, Grand Central. And you're like, no. And I go look, and then I got kind of a, you know, I'm a little, a little irate. And I go look, I just want to pay my fucking hundred dollar cab ride home. Yeah, I gotta go. This guy, fucking boss sauce, pulls out his wallet, <laughs> pulls out a hundred dollar bill. Puts it in my hand and says, now that we've had that conversation, enjoy the fucking party. Yeah. I'm going to need that back, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> and then sure enough, right, what happens two minutes later? Bump into Renee Robin, who I've been trying to track down all day. Mm-hmm. Get her on. Bump into Clay Cook. Get him on. Bump into Chase Jarvis and, Cla- yeah. and Cla- Ken- Kenna. And, you know, all them, just from that, yeah. eventually, you know, all came on the show. And it's crazy. I'm pretty much like co-owner of this podcast <laughs> as a result, right? I think you're one of the most heavily invested people in this. Right, yes, right. <laughs> but I mean, again, like you said, that's kind of like the the ethos of of this mm-hmm. kind of stuff. Absolutely. You know what I mean, and and that to me was like I was hooked. Yeah. You know? So when we came out here, 
it was uh, a bit different because New York or Vegas is not like just going to New York. Right. Uh, but at the same time was, all right, got to go. You got to go. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm going to have fun and do the work and do whatever. And it's been pretty, pretty promising, you know, yeah. coming out here. Yeah. And uh, yeah. And now I ask people like, what's the next one? You know, everyone knows it's WPI and PPE. All right. right. That's like Those the end the of the, big the beginning and the end of the uh, year. Right. And some people were saying other ones that, to come check out. And, you know, it's been fun. So I figured we'll have a nice little circuit, you know, going that we'll yeah. get a nice little groove. Yeah. You know, and uh, be kind of fun. Yeah. It's, I mean, and it, it all comes back to the community. Right. You know, I, I hopefully I don't have to, but I'd take a bullet for <laughs> any of any of my peers in this industry, you know, like. Like in the leg, shoulder. Yeah, area. yeah, like yeah, yeah, like a ricochet, like <laughs> like a BB gun is what I'm talking about, like an airsoft gun. Yeah, yeah. Um, Paintball, maybe. Right, maybe exactly. Could, you know, the squirt gun, ideally. <laughs> um, yeah, no, but the people here are just so good, and we're so good to each other, yeah. and you know, we want to see each other succeed, mm-hmm. and that's that's what it is first and foremost. It yeah. isn't it isn't an industry based off of jealousy. It's right. an industry based off of like hope. Right. And like encouragement. So, and that's been great. I mean, th- and that's the thing for me is like realizing you meet these crazy, like Jeremy, I mean, these crazy successful people mm-hmm. and realize, like you said, they're just cool. What's going on? I'll right. introduce you to whoever. Right. You're cool with me. You're cool with you. Absolutely. Kill it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, we talked with Joe um, Busink yesterday, a Canon Explorer of Light, mm-hmm. and he's had a huge stored career and, you yeah. know, lifetime achievement awards and WPPI and such. And he always tells me, yeah, I'm always on a ladder and I'm always looking who I who I can get and pull up and push above me. Yeah. Because that's that's what it's all about. Right. You know? So going deep, what's name your most meaningful moment of your career thus far? Hmm. Um Man, you didn't pre-screen this one for <laughs> me. Um It is I mean, it's probably the first time that I got to go to WPPI or PPE or whichever mm-hmm. one it was the first time and meeting kind of my idols right? and like discovering that they're humans, you know, <laughs> yeah. you kind of put them on this pedestal of, of like, course. they'll never talk to me. Yeah. They'll yeah. like, yeah. They I don't, don't even want to meet them. Me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And you know, they always say like, never meet your idols mm-hmm. because yeah, they're just going to disappoint you. <laughs> and it was like so far from the truth. It was just like, Oh my God, they're cool and charming. And you know, like, encouraging mm-hmm. and like helpful mm-hmm. and just like human beings, like yeah. good human beings. Yeah. And I think that was really a big like pinnacle moment of my career because up until that point, like up until that point, I didn't have a sense of loyalty in the industry. And How it was long just were you like, shooting at that point when you did your first one? Probably four or five years. Mm, okay. Yeah. Mm. Like on local, yeah. you know, local circuits and yeah. stuff. But um, yeah, that was, I think that was absolutely kind of a moment of like, oh, wow. Like, you know, local markets vicious. Oh, yeah. Oh, They're, and it sucks to say it, but you don't want to say small minded, but mm-hmm. short sighted, maybe. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 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 It, and they're like wrongfully like aggressive. Right. And it's just like, my work is my work. Your work right. is your work. Right. People, There's plenty to go around. Right. Yeah. Some people like yours, some people like mine will be okay. Yeah. But. Yeah. I mean, and that was funny that like, we talked about that uh, yesterday with Joe when he was mm-hmm. saying like he wanted to do photojournalistic style wedding stuff. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have any formals in his whole fucking book. Okay. He's like, I don't want to do it. And now yeah. it, it, it was getting to that point of being comfortable with who you are, being comfortable with your style. Yeah. And saying what you like might not be me. And that's fine. I don't, mm-hmm. you know, I would love your work or, you know, and, and your, you know, you'd be a client, but if I'm not a good fit, 
okay, sorry, no, 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 no loss, not right. no, not not right. upset. And uh, and he, oh my God, I gotta tell you this, he, I think his wedding started at eight or ten grand. Okay. And uh, and he's a second shooter. Yeah. Yeah, think about that for a second. He hires someone as a first shooter to do all the shit he doesn't want to do, <laughs> and he's the Kaiser Soze in the background yeah. shooting the stuff he wants to and not being bothered. Right. That's fucking genius. Yeah. Kaiser Soze. Kaiser Soze. I like that. <laughs> yeah. So tell me, what is your biggest regret in your career? Um. I mean, I think it comes back to just like, and and I'm I'm a victim of this now, even still, and I think we all are. Of like, mm-hmm. you know, having these ideas and just not, you know, just putting them up on a shelf. Yeah, yeah. And and I I still do it now constantly, right. you know. And it's yeah. just like I need to stop doing that, and I recognize that I need to stop doing that, and I I still do it. But um, that's I mean that's going to constantly be my regret. I don't know if there's any way that I can completely overcome it. But I'm certainly getting better at it, you know, right. kind of tackling the jobs that I want to right. see and want to do. Right. And like you said, it's tough, especially even like as a writer, you mm-hmm. know, like you yeah. probably have tons of ideas of articles and things oh, you want absolutely. to write. And it's like, nah, I'll get yeah, to it. We'll get you know there. I mean? yeah, yeah. 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 And I think like I never, so like I like movies, mm-hmm. right? And I'd hear like Deadpool, for instance, right? Yeah. That movie's 11 years in the making. Yeah. And when I used to hear that, I'd be like, how the fuck, how, how, I mean, mm-hmm. like, how is that possible? And when I really think about it, it's like, oh yeah, you'd write something, shop mm-hmm. it around, get nothing, fuck mm-hmm. it, put in a drawer. Right. All right. You wait till you meet the right people right. who see what you, you know, who buy into your vision, who like what you're doing. Yeah. Okay, let me pull it out and dust it off. And all right. And, and, I, and in that sense, I was like, oh shit, I can totally see how a movie could be mm-hmm. 10 years before it finally mm-hmm. comes to fruition. Yeah, you know, and and thing, same thing with photographers. You know, I had this idea for so long, and I just didn't right. do it. Yeah, you know, and um, well, and I, I say that constantly to other photographers. It's like you have to have some sort of sense of patience. You mm-hmm. know, so many people like new blood. That's just like I want to do this. I want to do that. How did you get involved with Pro Photo? How did you right. get involved with these people, etc., right. etc.? And it's just like it took a long time. <laughs> it took a lot of proving myself. It took yeah. a a big commitment to, you know, show these different brands and these different people and these different things that I knew what I was doing. Right. And that I was here for the long haul. I wasn't, you know, going to go sell my camera gear and do something else in 10 months. Yeah. We had, uh, you know, Alexis Quaresma. I know the name. Yeah. So he's, uh, out of the Bay area. Okay. And he does like sports portraits and that kind of thing. Oh, cool. Yeah. 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 So so he did like Mayweather Pacquiao, the U S women's national soccer team. But what was crazy was he recently got a cover of uh, Sports Illustrated. Yeah. And he's like, and I go, dude, this is amazing. What was it like? And he goes, it was three and a half years in the making. Right. And I talked to, I knew the, you know, the DOP and he worked, you know, at somewhere else before that. And, right. and then he worked there before that. And we would have this conversation and I'd send him stuff. And then see so what worked for HBO. Same mm-hmm. thing. Wow. That's great. Like the Mayweather Pacquiao thing was from HBO. How'd that go? That yeah. was two and a half years yeah. of, you know, sending him stuff. It looks great. Yeah. We're not interested. Keep it up. You know, and and all that, like you said, that patience. And he would he was telling me, he's like, it's fucking frustrating. Yeah. It's tough to be like, you sit there and go, Am I good? Am mm-hmm. I chasing their approval for fucking the wrong reasons? You know yeah. what I mean? And 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 then you get, well, fuck them, you know? Like when then you get that kind of mode, you're like, yeah. oh, I'm gonna prove them wrong. And, and then he the, got it. And he's like, yeah. oh, sweet. <laughs> it's, it's the whole like, you know, it took me 10 years to become an overnight success. Exactly. Exactly. Like, because when you're not that success, nobody's watching what you're doing. And right. 
and you know you hustle and grind and then eventually you're in that spotlight right so yeah so time for a deep one. Oh, yeah we're going next level oh, deep, bro. No. yeah here we go if you couldn't share your work with anyone would you still shoot yeah no question nice and it's funny because literally the, the responses are split down the middle really but either way right you know right away yeah so like some people will say um for me the best part i love about my work is mm-hmm. sharing the reaction someone has to it yeah right whether it's a print or whether it's a wedding client or whether it's whatever it's seeing the way they enjoy it they kind of react to it yeah if i couldn't do that anymore it'd be really kind of just like a selfish thing yeah and then for some other people they're like well can you imagine being a singer and mm-hmm. saying that you sang the most beautiful thing ever, you recorded it, it sounds great, and you never can play it for anyone. Right. That's kind of shitty. But again, I tell people, there's a photography, I think about it, and I, when I ask that, I think myself, what would I do? Mm-hmm. And I go, well, uh, even when I, like for instance, I haven't done a model shoot in probably a fucking year, and okay. it sucks to say it, right? Yeah. But I've been busy with other stuff, right? But I sit there and say, I still miss it and I still walk around my phone and mm-hmm. see something and take a picture. Yeah. I might not edit it. I might not post it. I might not show anyone, but I'll still do it. Right. So I guess in that sense, yeah, I would, I would still, you know, I would still do it if it was just for me. Yeah. You know, but I, I, I get both sides. That's interesting. I, yeah. I guess I sort of assumed that I was part of the majority there. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I love, you know, I love creating art for right. creating art. Yeah. And that's, that's my, my begin, middle and end. Right. Um, and yeah, I do it. I guess I do it completely for, you know, my enjoyment for it, not the enjoyment that other people have. Yeah. It. And then you got to figure too, it's like, that's where you get in the whole mix of artist versus business person. Sure. Right. So you, you said it, you've been creative your entire life. Right. I'm, you're, I'm always going to do something, mm-hmm. you know? And for some people it's like, no, for me, I'm, I'm in the service business. Mm-hmm. I love helping people. I love, the the interaction with people yeah. and all that if I, if that was taken away i mean i'd love you know? that too yeah but that's that's not where it began you right know? right no, i hear you so listen zach i know you gotta get out of here uh two more questions and just to let people know where can people check out your stuff and learn more about what you do yeah uh my website's zsuttonphoto.com um if you search zach sutton you should find oh. wait spell it you spell it well, not weird but no Z-A-C-H. I spell it the majority way. (laughs) It's not a weird way at all. Um, I don't know where you guys got K in the mix. Yeah. uh, yeah. Z-A-C-H. I think it was Zach Morris. I think it was his fucking fault. Yeah. Yeah. Big ass phone. Um, (laughs) But yeah, so if you search Zach Sutton, you'll find my Instagram, my Twitter, my Facebook, all of that stuff. Um, I'm all over the internet. In a good way. Kind of a big deal. Kind of a big deal. All my, all my free, gear smells of rich mahogany. Yeah. If it says free sign up, I'm probably signing up. <laughs> all right. Listen, Zach, thank you for taking the time out. I know, you know, it's been real crazy busy, that yeah. these kind of things. So thanks for taking the time. Of course, man. Um, so last but not least, who's someone that you would like to hear us talk to on the show? Oh. Yeah. Um, and I've I've already recommended somebody for you. You have. Who was it? My friend know. Vinny. Um Vinny. he's not a photographer. He's huh? not a creative. And what does he like, do? He's a um, he does a like counseling kind of. Yes, yes, you did. You did. Reach he, out to him. He's the most brilliant man I've ever met, and um, is really, really fun and interesting to talk to. 
And every time I talk to him, I'm like, I need to get you on a podcast or something. <laughs> so I've already yeah, recommended him. You did. You did. You did. So you, you, were, you were doing your due diligence beforehand. Exactly. You're like, hey, I feel like we're going to talk soon, but you got to talk to this guy. Just yeah. in general. Yeah. yeah. Thank you for that. Of course. Thank you. Get him on here. I think I will. people would love him. Yeah, I will. So, Zach, again, thank you for taking the time out. And if I don't talk to you, best of luck on your trip to the Philippines. Thank you. And can't wait to see what you get when you come back. Yeah, me either. All right, man. Take care. All right. See you.